Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're starting out with an exciting year, right? We have many guests on already, and we went through this whole change of, you know, Peter and I's shift between this year in regards to, you know, climbing and more dancing on podcast. Well, not dancing on the podcast, more talking about these things on the podcast. <laughs> and we've talked to many, and this is the first time we have a sibling of another person that we have had on our podcast. And you'll tell by the last name, but we're excited to get into this. And we have today, we have Nyla Shaw, CNP, a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in applied clinical endocrinology, digestive imbalance, and women's reproductive health and well-being. She's the founder of Live Wellness, a nutrition consultation practice where the focus is on finding the root cause of illness and inspiring individuals to take charge of their health. She's a passionate and driven healthcare practitioner whose lifelong passion is to help guide individuals to heal themselves naturally and permanently. So I know that was a lot, but that is what we got to be talking about. And I'm excited to welcome Nyla Shaw. How are you? Thank you hey, for having Nyla. me. Thank no, you of course, so we're much. excited to have you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing great. How's that? How are you guys doing over there? I mean, you're more busy than me, Tret, so I'll, oh. I'll let you. <laughs> no, okay. I, was like, I, I, I wasn't sure if like, you're just like, you know, I have so much to say. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, yeah, very, very busy. We have a three-month-old, uh, roughly three-month-old uh, boy that, you know, going through a growth spurt, so every hour he's up and feeding and... Right crying and like mm-hmm. when he cries he looks right at you like looks <laughs> right at you and just goes off and you're just like i don't know what you're trying to tell me yeah congratulations uh, by the way that's so thank exciting you. thank you so you know adjusting to you know fatherhood and mm-hmm. um and we just moved into our house uh not so long ago no, uh, so many big changes for you it's huge it's huge so it's uh one of the perks, though, is I, I have my own office in this house. Uh, you know, I was at my parents. Uh, my wife and I was at my parents for so long, and everything was in our room, and I had to carry a table into the room and Aww. do this. But now I just have an office, so, you know, perks of that. But awesome. that's most of the busiest part. Um, and- oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's a full-time job being a dad and managing everything. Absolutely. And it's great that we're talking about nutrition because, you know, sometimes those falls by the wayside. Of course. <laughs> Just running and focusing oh, on yeah. other things. I know. It's interesting. Like once you have a baby and you have so many other responsibilities, unfortunately, we stop taking care of ourselves or, you know, our health and our wellness kind of hits the back burner because for fair reason, you're, you know, taking care of a newborn child and, you know, so many different things are going on. But um, hopefully this podcast can help others kind of get back at it. You speaking away, a little bit away from like just being dadhood. I know a lot of people, it's like the 2022, I almost said Mm -hmm. 21 there, but um, (laughs) 2022, everyone has their, you know, fitness goals. And like, I mean, everyone's always striving to be healthier, right? And I think it's also something to keep in mind. I think I feel like there's so much information out there now that in a way it could be going right, but at the same time there's it could you could be doing it not in the completely right way because mm-hmm. i think my dad used to tell me you know like you can train you can do all these things you know by yourself absolutely you'll get there but right you know, to do it properly mm-hmm. you'll have to get like someone to tell you to teach you exactly like yeah. the technique and the things like that 
Yeah, I think we're living in in an era right now where we're bombarded with information about health and wellness mm. and nutrition, right? Like you have your Instagram, you have it's everywhere and you don't really know how to sift that information or what is going to work for you or what's not going to work for you, what's true, what's not true. So I think that's when getting professional help or seeking, you know, someone who's in that field to really help you guide you to for something that's really going to work for you. I think that's the most important thing Um, because every individual is different, right? We all have different bodies. We all have different genetics. So, you know, I think understanding that individuality and finding something that works for you and just you is so important. For our audiences and everybody, can you let us know, like, let us know, could you tell us your story, like how this all came about? Yeah, for sure. So um, as you mentioned earlier, I am a holistic nutrition practitioner. Um, So I've always since, you know, I was very in my teens, I always had such an interest in nutrition. I was always so interested in the concept of food. And even in high school, when we had those like nutrition and food classes, I loved those classes. I loved learning about nutrition and the science behind it what happens when we're consuming certain foods in our bodies and how does that, you know, translate into if we're not eating well or we're not taking care of ourselves into diseases and certain, you know, pathological issues. I was so interested in that for like for so long. I was always Googling information about nutrition. Um, And so I ended up, you know, taking that to the next step and, um, going to university for nutrition science. And that was really interesting. And I loved it. Um, During my time in university, I was kind of pursuing, um, I was looking for jobs. And I've always loved flying like my family. um, My dad is also in the aviation industry. So we traveled a lot as kids. So I always loved traveling and I always wanted to see more of the world. So I got a job as a flight attendant for one of the biggest um, North American airlines. And so I was doing school. I was traveling around the world. And that was at that point when I was traveling all the time that I started to get really jet lag. I was not sleeping very well. My nutrition was very poor just because you're in so many different time zones and different places and running around in different airports. It's a very hectic lifestyle. And at the same time I was in school. So just a million things going on. That was when I really started to feel like my health started deteriorating and I wasn't feeling good. I was lethargic all the time. I was tired. I wasn't myself. I didn't feel good. And so it was then, I feel like most healthcare professionals have that kind of similar experience where they have some sort of a health issue or health awakening in their life where it makes them stop and think, okay, what I'm doing right now is not working and I need to help heal myself or fix myself. There's usually an issue that they're trying to fix. Um, so that was exactly it for me. And then I started to, you know, and it was interesting because I was learning about nutrition. I was learning about the science, but it was very like biology, chemistry, and a lot of just very scientific things. And it wasn't really coming together for me because I felt like I was doing the right things. Um, and then I started to look into more holistic practices And that's when I learned about holistic nutrition. So the concept of, and if if people out there don't really know what the meaning of holistic is, it essentially means all encompassing. So when you're talking about someone's body, 
you know, you or yourself, you need to think that you're not just what you eat, right? It's your thoughts, it's your spirit, it's your, it's a whole encompassing concept. And health and wellness is not just what you're putting into your body. It's really about your external factors and everything else. So I really became interested in that. And I really wanted to like heal my mind and my body and just feel better. So um, once I finished my um, schooling, I went back to school and I got my um, specialization in holistic nutrition, which was life changing for me. And through the process of being in school for that, I basically healed myself, um, went vegan, learned so many different things about, you know, being plant based and helping others with all sorts of different diseases. And um, so that's kind of where it started. Um, And then, yeah, that's now where I am. And then I started my own uh, practice, Live Wellness Health, um, where I focus in on digestive imbalances. Um, I help a lot of women with their reproductive health and um, everything with hormones. So I have a specialization in endocrinology as well. That's a big word, (laughs) but it's basically just a fancy word for hormones. (laughs) Yeah, and I had to read that. And I was like, oh, uh, let me, uh, let me search this up and ask about it before I do anything. Yeah, so that, that that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And uh, that's where it all started, yeah. You be, being a flight attendant, like, you, you mean the time, like the time skip and everything, it's right. absolutely heinous. You know, mm-hmm. like I think for, for me at least, just trying to track my intermittent fasting out every time there's like a daylight savings time, I'm like, oh crap, like how do I adjust that mm-hmm. time? Like how do I switch so... I'm not depriving myself of the nutrition. The question is like being a flight attendant, like how would you have like such a busy schedule? Like how can like they balance like the nutrition and making sure, making sure that they're getting the right nutrition mm-hmm. during the time they need right. or whenever they need it? Yeah, that's such a good question. And I, I really struggled with that for a long time in my career. Um, in the beginning, you know, like you said, it's you're going across different time zones. I was landing at different hours in different countries. Um, so, you know, what is lunch? What is breakfast? It was really just up for debate at that point. And the schedules were really weird. I had to sleep at different, you know, odd hours in the day and wake up at odd hours. So, again, like I said, it really took a toll on my body and I didn't feel good. I was always lethargic, always tired. It didn't matter how much I slept or how much water I drank or what I did. I was, I just didn't feel good. And so later on in my career, it made, I realized that the best thing that you can do, even if you're you're not a flight attendant, even if you're a business person who travels a lot, even if you do travel, you know, leisurely, whatever it is, I think the best thing you can do is always bring meals and prep with you. Um, and I used to see a lot of, um, business professionals and people who traveled quite often on flights who would do this. Um, And it makes sense because if that's, you're always on flights and you're always in different cities, it's kind of like a lifestyle at that point, right? It's not really a vacation. (laughs) So you need to take care of, you know, your food, this whole log. So what I used to do was basically lay everything out and say, okay, I'm going to be gone for, you know, three, four days. I need a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner. And a healthy way of like doing breakfast on the go, I would find I would bring like middle little like oatmeal packet that I would make at home. So in a little bag, I would put dry oats, chia seeds, flax seeds, some cinnamon, um, some protein powder in there. And ev- anywhere really at an airport, at a hotel, you can get hot water, you can make yourself an oatmeal. And then I would just bring some fruits with me, like 
like things that traveled really well, like bananas or raspberries and, um, you know, dry fruits and those kind of things. So at that point, you know, I had such a healthy breakfast. I had my protein, I had my fat and my fiber, which would keep me fueled for the whole entire day. Um, I would bring, um, like salad bowls with me where I could kind of, I kept everything separate with my dressing and quinoa and greens and all those kind of things. And I could put them all together. Um, so I really just meal prepped to, you know, put it in a simple term. Um, just try to understand like when you're going to be eating and what you'll want to be eating. And it can be similar to what you're eating at home already. Um, just prep it. You know, I think a lot of things, in life, you just need to have a sense of organization and a little bit of preparation. And it goes a really, really long way. So I found that when I just started preparing things, that life just got easy. I would open my bag and I just had food, healthy, nutritious, fresh food ready for me um, at any given time. And I saw through your IG, you mentioned root cause and it's also in the, the introduction. I love that root cause because in mm-hmm. communication, we always talk about you know, root cause, like, yes, your actions are leads yes. or this and that, but what is causing those? Would mm-hmm. you say packing your food and amongst other things are part of the root cause, the root cause like you look into and why is that so important? Um, so for root cause, when I like when people have issues with digestive imbalances and I see it a lot with my clients, right? Like, or not even just digestive imbalances, um, even just fatigue or, you know, arthritic pain, or they're not healing well enough or all of these things are symptoms. And I really believe that symptoms are just your body screaming out for help, right? So it's your body saying something's really wrong with me. I'm not feeling well. I need help. And unfortunately, the way that like, you know, society we are right now is we see a symptom and we kind of go and grab an Advil or we grab something that's just going to kind of make it go away. But it's really not making it go away. If you think about it, it's really just kind of masking it. Um, So by root cause, I mean that there is a deeper internal issue. And 99% of the time, the issue is that the nutrition is not there for people. So when I get down to the root cause, I'm really trying to understand what's wrong with their digestive system or what's wrong with their internal organs or what's going on inside where there's damage being done enough that you're seeing symptoms. um, And that can present itself as so many different things, right? So we're really getting deep and down. It's like the tip of the iceberg is really just The iceberg, the top part that you're seeing is those symptoms and how you're feeling. And when you really go underwater, you're seeing all the other, you know, damages that you've been doing to your body um, and maybe neglect. So I like to focus in on that and we help repair, heal. um, And again, with that holistic approach, we're not just talking about nutrition. We also talk about emotions. We talk about lifestyle. We talk about meditation, mindfulness, behavior. And when you really like pretty much attack all of those things at once, you always are going to see a benefit. You're always going to feel better Um, because we are whole individuals, right? Like we have so much that goes into us. Yeah. Speaking of like healing and especially I know for me, like I do exercise a lot and I do climb a lot and nutrition is, and I'm in the middle of like training right now. So nutrition is important. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are days when I feel like, I just feel miserable. I'm down, like my mood's down, like I'm just tired or 
it's just something I guess feel off or I feel heavy. Right. You know, like I think like for me, I guess the question is like, especially like with again, like with 2022, you know, Mm -hmm. people are exercising, people are trying to look at diets to like kind of Mm -hmm. in a way change their life, you know, like yes exercise wise like how does nutrition impact you and like how can you get away from that shift of mood and like you're feeling miserable and stuff like that yeah i love that question i talk a lot about nutrition but exercise is up there as well i think it's also so important and really when you're exercising or working out it's so important to have good fuel right like we are doing all these different exercises and movements and really exercise is innately a stressor on the body, right? It is a form of physical stress, but it's a good stress. And when you're fueling your body with the right nutrients, you really are going to see so much better results. And I kn- I've actually experienced that firsthand. You guys have talked to my brother before. Um, He had a huge weight loss success, which I actually helped him a lot with. We kind of did it together. Um, He had a lot of my assistance in terms of nutrition. But, you know, when he went plant-based and when we both went vegan, it was interesting. The way that he would heal after workouts and his recovery and the way that he would build muscle so much faster was so crazy compared to when when he had more of like a higher animal you know, based diet, or he was eating a lot of dairy and those kind of things. So nutrition has so much to do with your, how you optimize your exercise. And I also want to say, because you mentioned sometimes after workouts and when you're climbing, you just feel so lethargic and tired. And I think another thing people may not want to hear is that they might just be overtraining or overworking their bodies, right? Um, we and <laughs> this is something that I I kind of bothers me because we think that like if you're working out six times a week and just doing like two hours in the gym every single day like you're so healthy and you're doing great but really like you need that time to recover and you should be giving yourself a break and you know stressing yourself out on that level is not going to be optimal for you you're really just burning you know, the candle from both ends, I think, when you have stresses in your life, then you're also in the gym or you're working out all the time or you're doing a lot of exercise. I think there has to be some level of balance and playing around with what that looks like for you can be really good. And um, yeah, so I, again, back to nutrition. Um, I like to I like to remind myself with exercise of how good I'm going to feel after. So, you know, when you kind of dragging your feet to the gym or like to the treadmill and you're like, oh, do I have to do this? I just try to remember yeah. like how good you feel after and all those, you know, dopamine and the serotonin that you get and the amazing feeling after. Just remind yourself of that because it really is worth it. And, you know, you're releasing so many neurotransmitters and so many healthy, good hormones that make you feel good. Um, When you have an optimal nutrition and you have a good exercise schedule, you really are going to just sleep better. You're going to have higher quality sleep. You're going to be less stressed out. You're going to have less anxiety in your life. Um, You know, you're going to have better musculature on your body. You're going to have better bone health. You're going to have better cardiovascular health. They really do work in conjunction together. And I think that's it's, you know, it's worth looking into diet as well. You, and one thing that I like to say is you can never out train a bad diet. Never, never, never. You can't have, you know, be eating junk food and processed food and just working out and 
expect to see the results. You may see some results, but it's not going to be optimal. So I think that's also where a professional comes in as well, where they can guide you and help you out, you know? Yeah, so no cheap meals for sure, right? (laughs) 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 I I mean, I'm all about balance. So I think cheap meals are okay. I think we need to give ourselves a break more like you know often and if it does make you feel happy and if it does make you feel good I think you should do it um I think restricting yourself in general is not a good thing which is why I love the plant-based and vegan diet so much I don't mean to like sit here and oh no worries diet, but I really like when you are no eating more plants in general you are going to feel like you have less restriction and you can eat a lot more food and you can enjoy a lot more foods because you have so much more diversity in your diet and i completely understand that because i mean there are days when i just eat just tofu and like vegetables maybe some rice mm-hmm. it's funny because i feel like when i'm training or doing anything that that day i do feel a lot lighter right instead of like if i eat like a full day of just red meat I just feel just super heavy that day mm-hmm. that's just what I've I've noticed like personally yeah. I like yeah, the eating... 80 sorry oh, no 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 I... you're totally fine I was about to just make a joke like eating pizza too <laughs> like a whole box of pizza will slow you down a little bit too oh of course try oh, getting oh, on yeah. a, try getting on a treadmill after your pizza you're not gonna <laughs> feel good at all <laughs> Um, I was going to say, I really like the 80-20 rule, right? Like if 80% of your diet is good and it's, you know, you're eating your vegetables and your fruits and your legumes and your beans and you're drinking your water and you're taking care of yourself, the 20% can really be your leeway. And that's perfectly fine. It's always going to be what the majority of your diet is that's the most important. And I love that you said, um, you know, give your body a break too. like overtraining is the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I worked 10 years at a gym and that's the constant. I think when January rolls around is mm. I'm getting a six pack by summer uh, and yes. I'm restricting this. I'm doing this It's like a switch from, you know, December 31st. I've yeah. talked to them that day and they just went out for, yeah. you know, beer and pizza and whatnot. But um, and it, it reminds me because I, I have a friend that it always like we always talk about this nutrition part or just like the workout part not to your extent of course but it's just like to my knowledge of a personal trainer it's like he'll ask me advice of like should i do this but then he always mm-hmm. comes back like oh yeah i've been following this new program and they're having me do full body four to five days a week yikes and um and i was like no wonder you feel like this way and he's like yeah, yeah. i do feel like that way and I was like, how are you eating too? He's like, well, I'm eating kale, chicken, and just rice. Oh, no. I was like, nothing else? He's like, no, <laughs> just that three days. I was like, well, you know what you're doing to yourself. But, you know, he, he wouldn't take it from me. But like, I'm glad you're bringing it up. And, you know, just to keep talking about right. this subject, it helps others yeah. absorb it differently. And and I think that's another important point is that, you know, like you said, once January 1st comes around, people just, it's like a switch. Something happens and they want to just go 110%. And in my opinion, it's not sustainable because come February, March, you don't see those people in the gym anymore, right? They can't handle it because it's too intense, too fast, and it's too much for the body. So having a sustainable plan is always going to be the best right going too fast and too much at once is it's really just burning you out and a slow like 
slow, steady state is always going to be the best. You're still going to see amazing results and you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to get sick less often. You're not going to be miserable, right? The whole process, I think, of change is that, you know, you should want to, you should want it to last forever. You should want this to be a lifestyle for you. And I think that's the key word is lifestyle. I think people think, oh, six months, like you said, right? Summer, beach bod, six pack, that's it. But what about the six? What, what about after summer? You know, are those habits continuing? Are they sustainable enough to take you into the next year and the next year and the next year? Usually not, right? So I think it's more appealing to just say, okay, short period of time, we're going to go really hard, we're going to eat super clean. Um, but unfortunately, I don't see that it lasts too long and the results usually do kind of fall back. I obviously like it's slightly easier to get somebody into the gym versus, hey, eat this or yes. like the nutrition part. Like with you having clients and everything, like what are your challenges so far? Like in this path, like trying to convince somebody, like we mentioned, like, it's a lifestyle, not just mm-hmm. in two months, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go back to what I'm doing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's something. And it's, and it's interesting because I also have friends who are personal trainers and who work in gyms and when they get their clients, their clients say, no, I think I'm going to focus on nutrition and then I'm going to go in and start working out and see if I see any difference. And then on my end, I see people who say, no, I'm going to try to do exercise first and then see if I'll still need, you know, if I feel any better. So Fortunately, though, for primarily most of my clients, when they do come to me, they already understand that they do want a change in their diet and they do need a nutrition, um, you know, professional to help guide them. So they are open to change for the most part. But um, most of the challenges that I see right now and I see a lot of issues, it's, it's similar things right now. And it's interesting, 2021, a lot of people had anxiety and stress and sleep issues for fair reason, right? Like what wasn't going on that wasn't stress inducing. A lot of um, digestive issues. So a lot of people have problems with bloating or constipation or diarrhea, and they just are not sitting well with their food. They're not feeling well. There's fatigue, there's um, joint pain. Um, You know, they're not healing well enough. So I think that like those issues I've seen just across the board everybody doesn't matter what the age group is everyone seems to be having those kind of problems and again those really are just the symptoms and when we really dig deeper there's it there's a lot of issues that need to be figured out and their gut health is usually very poor so you know i always take an an intake diary of people so i ask them to give me five days um breakfast like as soon as you wake up to when you go to sleep what did you eat what did you drink and how are you feeling at night and when i look at that and i see what their symptoms are it always adds up it's usually very low fiber diets they're not eating very many fruits or vegetables or anything with you know fiber so they'll have issues with constipation or they're not using the bathroom regularly which is an issue because you're not releasing and removing toxins you're building up a bunch of stuff and that's not healthy for you either and um i also see a lot of like pops and sodas and sugary beverages and sugary foods and it's scary because people you know unfortunately when you go into the grocery store and you pick something up when you look behind it it's it's crazy everything almost everything has oils or sugars and they're snuck in there 
and it's in everything. <laughs> so it's you really have to make this conscious effort to kind of stay away from it or go into the organic produce aisle and you know or the organic aisle and find something that doesn't have sugar, or doesn't have processed oils. Um, yeah, so definitely when I, I see mean, it's the a diet, trend, right? Yeah. My brother and I talk about this all the time. He's also he's a doctor as you guys know and we're both very passionate plant-based um, advocates and educators. We always try to teach people about eating a more plant-based diet. And we both talk about it. We go grocery shopping together. We turn every, like spices, we turn around a pack of spices and they've put sugar in there and oil in paprika. Like why, why does that need to be in there? Or because we're, you know, yeah. we're vegan, we're always looking at ingredient lists bizarre things will have milk products or whey protein or like milk, you know, whey isolate. And it doesn't make sense as to why that's in there. And unfortunately, if the consumers don't know what to look out for or what to be reading um, and you're picking it up, you're just consuming so many fillers and preservatives and things that your body really doesn't need optimally. Yeah, I agreed. And I was going to say, like, it's it's like a trend, right? Like, I think, I mean... Now there's like I don't know if there's in Toronto, but there's like boba shops just like popping everywhere, especially in Colorado. There's yeah, like I, me and my sister, kind of similar story. We were going to, um, not not naming the boba shop, but we were. My sister was like, "Oh, let's try this boba shop." She got this boba, and I was like, "I'm not gonna drink. It looks so bad because there's <laughs> coffee and there's like the caramel drizzle and there's like this." cream in, in there and then there's like obas and i was like oh my gosh like that looks like <laughs> diabetes in like I don't, know, I don't know like several ounces of just yeah. death in front of me like I, i'm not gonna drink it and then everybody just looked at me he's like what's wrong with you like you're just gonna buy for your sister like the heck like, i'm like yes i'm just gonna buy for my sister <laughs> like this looks <laughs> scary awful. but speaking of that like scary because it reminds me of you know, people aren't really taking charge of that nutrition. They just want to jump on like, oh, what's the new thing to try? What's the new thing to eat? Right. So, you know, what are steps that you can do to take charge of that nutrition? I know earlier we talked about, you know, giving yourself that one sheet day. that You mm -hmm. can consume like lots of sugar. You know, what are other things that you can do to take charge? Yes, absolutely. I think the number one thing is to be open to change. I think if your mindset is good and you're open to new information and change that you will see success. Um, I find that it's when people are closed off and stuck in their old ways and not really willing to adapt to new things that they're not really going to see the results. So I would say number one, change the mindset, be open to change. Secondly, I would say um, include more plants in your diet. Um, and, you know, I think healthy eating, it can sometimes be daunting because people assume that all their favorite foods that they eat or that they enjoy, like the burgers or the pastas and, you know, um, the different, what else do people eat? <laughs> Fries, um, that you can enjoy those because you're eating quote unquote healthy now, or you're on a diet. And that's simply not true. I think that when you start to eat more plants and you try to understand, okay, I do really enjoy, you know, my burger or my fries. Like I think just trying to change those things and add healthier ingredients, um, 
less oil, less, you know, maybe opt out, omit different things. You can definitely still enjoy all of your favorite foods, but eat them in a sustainable, healthy way that's going to be filling for you. It's going to be fulfilling for you. It's going to fuel your body. It's going to heal you inside. It's going to make you feel good. Um, I'm a really big advocate on and I really believe that your body wants to heal. It does, right? When you think about when we get a scrape or a cut on our knee, our, we're not bleeding out for 10 days, or I hope not, right? Normally, we, we're not. Yeah, we don't. We, <laughs> Unless that's it's pretty really bad. bad you have poor clotting. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. almost within five minutes, your body is clotting and is trying to heal and close up that wound. And, you know, within five two days, it's almost closed up. It's not even hurting anymore. Five days, you have a little scar, you know, 10, 15 days that it's gone. It's like it never happened. And that really is a true testament to how our bodies really are. Our bodies are wanting to heal. They, they, they thrive. Like we are innately just made that way. So, um, I would say definitely understand that your body is so capable of that and we're such powerful beings and we have so many systems in our body that, you know, want to feel good and want to be optimal and healthy and functioning well. And the only thing that's holding us back from that is our, what we're feeding it and what we're putting into our bodies every single day. And that's not just nutrition and that's not just food. It's also what kind of toxins are we exposed to every single day? What's in our tap water? You know, what are cosmetics that we're putting on our face that are, you know, seeping into our skin and our bloodstream? Those are all cumulative things that I think we need to think about um, in terms of what we're putting into our bodies. But um, yeah, the more plants, the merrier. Um, I've seen with all my clients when they are more compliant with a plant-based diet, um, even if that means that we're not cutting out all meat or dairy, even if like 90% or 80% of their diet is cruciferous vegetables, fresh food, whole foods, um, you know, less animal products, lots of water, going out in nature, doing a 30-minute walk in nature it's amazing. Like within two months, they, they're already feeling so much better. Their, you know, anxieties decrease, their digestion is better. They're going to the bathroom more often. They're sleeping longer. They have more energy throughout the day. And it's so inspiring and amazing. And the research is all out there. There's so many scientific journals and articles that a plant-based diet is the best way forward. And if you want good health, eat the plants. <laughs> No, and it's interesting. You talked about old habits too, right? Like we, I'm starting to see schools incorporating more plants into their cafeterias, or at least a portion of that. Because uh, right. back back when I was in high school, like our lunch consists of uh, <laughs> chips with cheese on them. Uh, yeah. Like it's really like Cheetos bags, and they yeah. just dump cheese in them. Oh, yeah. Everybody would eat that, yeah. and and you eat yeah. lunch, and then. With, with like maybe a pizza or something like that or milk that's not really milk is mostly water mm-hmm. and then you they eat once a day and then they go to practice or whatnot and th- that worked back then when your body was back then but as we move forward like you can't stick to the old ways you had to uh, adapt like you mentioned and, um, and i and i really like that you mentioned the school system because i really believe that we should have you know, nutrition as a subject in elementary school. And I'm not talking about, hey, pizza is a full food group. You have everything in there. I mean, <laughs> real. <laughs> no, because that's what I learned. I mean, you have all like the, 
pepperonis and like the bread you got some spinach in there it's perfect right yeah Yeah, yeah, in theory it's (laughs) yes i i talk to my brother about this and we laugh about it all the time because i really like vividly remember being taught in grade four or five that pizza was a health food (laughs) because it had your cheese in it which had your dairy which was your source of calcium and then you had your um you know carbohydrates from the crust pizza sauce was the vegetable apparently you know and what I know now, it's like, I really wish when I was that age or when kids are that age, like those are really formative years of your life where you're a sponge, you're sucking in all the information, right? Like I'm this old now. And I remember that, you know, pizza was a health food back then. So I think it definitely needs to be in the education system and it needs to be changed. And definitely cafeteria foods need to be changed, right? Like I think there's a lot of, um, policies that are trying to be changed right now which is amazing I like the way that we're going forward right now because it's so important it's so important to be feeding our children and you know the younger generations and teaching them the right way forward um I wish that I ate you know have more vegetables back then and my lunch wasn't pizza and milk I really do it like I probably would have been like super good in gym class or like jumping around (laughs) things could have been different but um yeah, I, th- I think the education system needs to kind of integrate more of that information, even just at a base level. I think it would be so good. And just going back to um, previously when you mentioned it, you're, it's not just nutrition, it's like a whole, um, it's everything. Holistic is, encompasses everything. And we, you spoke briefly on meditation too. Yeah. It, it got me to that because like school, some schools and they have like after school programs that teaches just meditation. It really works, the meditation part. And I know you're a huge mm-hmm. advocate for it. And could you explain to our listeners and who have never done meditation and why you should do it? Yes, yes, yes. I am a big advocate for meditation as well as mindfulness. Um, meditation is, you know, and I think it's a little bit daunting to hear the word because I think people don't really know where to start. They're like, okay, do I sit on a yoga mat and just close my eyes and just think about things? Like, how do I meditate? And Fortunately, the generation that we're living in now, there's so many resources available. You can just even go on YouTube and type in 10-minute guided meditation. And the best thing about a guided meditation is that someone's talking you through exactly what you should be doing. So meditation is amazing. It really is involving both hemispheres of the brain to bring the whole attention inwards to achieve deep, deep rest in your body. And it allows for healing. It it does so many things, right? It actually increases growth factor in your body. It increases neuroplasticity, which is your brain connections actually um, get better. And neurogenesis, where we grow like uh, new brain connections. Um, There's so many things that are amazing about meditation. And you just feel so much better after. You are a calmer person. You will have an increased tolerance and resistance to stress. So stress won't affect your body as much over time when you're doing it, you know, ritualistically. Um, One of my favorite meditations is, well, I do a few, but I really love a, there's so many different types, um, which is why I say like, you know, figure out what you need and go on, you know, maybe you can even find a um, instructor. There's a lot of meditation instructors who will teach you how to do it. But even just on YouTube, a loving kindness meditation is something that I really enjoy. Um, and 
it's so relaxing. It's so healing. And you, you get out of it feeling so good, so fulfilled and whole. Um, I would really recommend it to, to everybody. And also mindfulness is something that I also preach a lot too. And that can look like a lot of different things. When I talk about nutrition, mindfulness to me, um, when you're sitting down and you're having your meal, I think nowadays it's so easy. We grab our iPad, we grab our phone, we put on a video on YouTube, on Netflix, and we're munching our food and we're you know, watching a show. We're not really looking at or being in the moment, present moment with our food and appreciating it and looking at it and, you know, having all the benefits of it. We're just kind of like, we're not in, we're not in that moment. And so I really always tell my clients and anybody I talk to, I say, put away the phone, put away the laptop, put away all the electronics, sit with your family, sit with somebody, um, enjoy your food, be there, be grateful, show gratitude towards the food, um, chew your food, um, take time with it. And not only is that going to help you with your digestion, it's going to digest better. It's going to assimilate better. You're going to get more nutrients out of it. You're going to feel better. You're probably going to consume less calories because you're taking more time with your food as well. Um, I love that. And I think that's such a simple thing that we can do every single day for every single meal. Um, secondly, mindfulness. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of the five minute journal. It's, um, it's just, a I don't journal. believe so. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a really nice journal. You can get it from any bookstore nowadays, even on Amazon. And essentially, it's interesting. You, it's just a five minute journal. You wake up in the morning and you do a few things. So before you even look to your phone or do anything, you fill out three reasons or things that I'm grateful for. So that can be, I'm grateful for my home, a, you know, shelter, a warm house. Um, I'm thankful for my healthy body that woke me up this morning, right? I'm, I'm grateful for my loving family and my friends and um, anything. You can just show gratitude, think about it. And it makes you think, right? Because that really, you know, gratitude goes such a long way in life. And once you start appreciating things that you have, you will be happier in life. That's the simple equation, right? And um, it also asks you, what would make today great? So you write three things that you think would make today great. So uh, it would be great if I went on a walk today. I would really like to go out into the, you know, a new forest or I want to go on a hike or I want to meet with my friends, whatever it is. It can be totally individualized for you. Um, and it's great because it makes you want to do it, right? Because there's another portion in the same paper that um, you fill out at night. So the next part is daily affirmations. I am dot, dot, dot. And if nobody, if um, you guys know what affirmations are, they're basically sayings and phrases that you say to yourself. And the mind is going to listen. It's going to understand and it's going to act on those. So daily affirmations, I am strong. I'm resilient. I'm capable of doing great things. Success comes my way. Whatever that looks for you, right? Make yourself feel good. Say things that... Um, even if they're not that right now, they will be, right? So talk to yourself in the future, you know, um, in your future self. And then you close your book, you start your day, and hopefully you've started your day recharged already. You go throughout your day, hopefully you do all the things that you wanted to do, you say your daily affirmations, and then you come back at night in your journal and you write three amazing things that happened today. So it really makes you think, okay, what were great things that happened today? What made me really happy today? And you write those things down. And then there's also the last portion, which says, how could I have made today even better? 
And I think that's amazing because it really makes you think like, what could I have changed today? What could have, um, what kind of characteristic could I have, you know, could I have been a little bit nicer to somebody? Could I have been a little bit more patient with my partner today? Whatever it is, right? And hopefully you take that forward in, in tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And these kind of habits form where you're just expelling positivity. And that in its own form is mindfulness, is gratitude. And in a way, it's my little meditation in the morning as well. Um, and it really takes you a long way. It, it may seem like it's just a little journal or it's just a few words that you're saying, but it's so powerful. I, I love that. And could you say the title of that book again? Or yeah, it's the just journal called um, The Five Minute Journal. There you go. And for everyone who's listening, and she, I'll, I'll definitely get that myself. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, we get in the habit of, as we're going so fast, like we get in the habit, I get in the habit of when I eat, I just eat real quickly so I can move on to the next thing. It's, yeah. And it's it carried from work when you're just like eating during your lunch and you're just going, 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 going. And I love that you brought up like be thankful for your food and actually enjoy your food, not just eat it just to eat it and then move on to the next task. Yeah. And, and I think also like the intention that you eat your food with is so important too. Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd like to give this to the viewers, like try this experiment when you're, when you come home from work and you make your food really, really fast and you're like, oh, I'm stressed out. I have work to do, or I need to do X, Y, Z things. And you're making it really flustered and angry and whatever it is. And you sit down and you're kind of like scarfing it down. See how you feel after. Usually from what I've experienced myself and through other people, you don't feel good. You're, you don't feel like you've assimilated that food and you, you didn't digest it versus when you're on a, it's a weekend and you're taking time and you're laughing with your family and you're making your meal with love and, you know, with good intention that this is going to be delicious. And you sit down and you have it in a relaxed manner with like deep breathing. You'll, I assure you, I've always felt so much better. You don't feel those weird stomach turns, you know, you you feel good. And and it's just intention. It's just what you were thinking and how you were feeling that you've changed, which is now giving you so much of a better result in the way that you've digested your food and the way that you're feeling. But yeah, no, I agree. I think overall, what you mentioned with food, I think both of you guys mentioned it. Like sometimes there are days when you just want to go, go, go. But recently, I've been just been trying to practice whenever I'm eating, I just I'll do the habit where I guess I know my phone's there. I'll just flip it over or I'll just mm -hmm. put it, leave it in my pocket. And I don't look at it for whenever because I know messages will be vibrating or anything. But I'm just trying to get into that habit when I'm eating. I'm actually trying to think of like the food. I'm like, OK, I'm eating it. And then I'm, it's for my health. I'll take yeah. time, enjoy it. Or if I'm eating with friends, I'll try to focus on that conversation yeah as well just because i know for me i'm super i'm i don't know if this is a a common thing but i'm hyper alert of my surroundings so i'm always like look, looking around so in a way just trying to focus on the food just in a way kind of helps me but like calm down like okay like focus on the moment in a way you can say i love that i'm i love that always live in the moment it's funny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I texted Peter at random times too. Well, we texted each other at random times about just ideas of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've texted in those moments, and I'm sure I've received some in those moments where I'm like, I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm like, oh, let me hold on, let me look over this real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's hard too. Oh, yeah. I think in our society, we're just so gung ho about working and for applying to emails and doing mm -hmm. a million things. Right? Like the more busy you are. Um, 
it's it's a it's respected more or the more you're you're doing or the more you have on your plate it's like wow this person's doing great in life um when unfortunately when we're when we're spread so thin and we're doing so much it's just us it's us that are you know we're taking the beating our health is the one that's taking the beating um so really like i always say like even for you like tread i feel like you you must know this too as a new father like you can't fill from an empty cup you can't provide you can't do much for your kids or your wife or your family or your relationships if you're empty right like you really have to do that self-care and take care of yourself um in order to give to others that's you know the only way it really works well no agree especially like you said it uh, yeah and like in our society it's always crazy like that and it always reminds me of the challenge of like driving and texting right it, there's always that sign that kind of like pops up that reminds me of in a way it it's funny it's a reminder of me from my food as well it's like you can reply later or you can respond later focus yes. on the task at hand like there's always that sign like it's okay you can take that call later yes. like so, but it's funny because it's also a challenge for for people um and i'm assuming it's also a challenge for you trying to like get that through people's heads but you know what motivates you to keep you pushing and doing what you do absolutely um i mentioned earlier too i think it's just such an amazing feeling when i talk to my clients i do bi-weekly checkups on them and we also are always in communication so they're always telling me how they feel it's just such a good feeling when i've helped somebody who's had a chronic illness for 10 years 15 years maybe it's been in their family you know, maybe it's recent, whatever it is, they haven't been feeling good. And then they start seeing a change. Their mentality starts changing. The world around them starts to feel brighter. They feel more optimistic. Just the way they speak in general is just better, like nicer and kinder. And, you know, helping somebody feel better, I think is one of the most rewarding feelings. And that's really what keeps me going. Um, You know, the kind of world that we're living in right now, I don't want to be negative, but there are so many toxins and things that are, you know, constantly just putting us down. And to come out of that and to be more aware and have knowledge and to um, be able to educate people on how to protect themselves and how to live a healthier, more sustainable, happier life is it's the biggest blessing. Like I feel really grateful every day that I'm able to help people. And I really like educating people. I think education is so powerful. I used to go to doctor's offices when I was really sick. I would get sick all the time when I was a flight attendant. Oh my gosh. That was one of the worst things. I was sick every single month without fail. I was always coughing. I was always having, you know, sleep issues and Um, I would go into the doctor's office and I never felt heard. I never felt like they really ever told me what was really going wrong with me or like what I could be doing. And so I think my clients and people who kind of do seek out more, um, you know, holistic nutrition practitioners or even just anybody in the wellness field, they appreciate understanding and they appreciate being educated on what really is happening in their body, what they are doing that's maybe worsening their condition or you know, how they can make it better. People really appreciate that. And 
education is power. And the more that you spread that knowledge, um, you're going to be empowered and you'll take that forward. You know, it really is such a domino effect. Um, I've had clients that, you know, maybe the mom or the dad has taken the step to live a healthier life and be, you know, more plant-based or, um, you know, fix their issues. And then now their child is eating healthier because it's happening by default because they're seeing their parents feel so much better or eat so much better. Um, and then that translates, you know, into their friends and it's just a domino effect. So it's really powerful what knowledge and, and that empowerment can really do for so many people around you. We, I feel like we only scratched the surface today. So I feel like this is going to be like a to be continued kind of <laughs> conversation and, in the time being, how oh, yes. can people reach out to you if they have any questions or just for your services and to help them with their journey? Like, uh, what are some ways they can reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. They can find me on Instagram right now at Live Wellness Health, and uh, you can just DM me, reach out to me, um, and yeah, we can talk about your whatever it is that you kind of want assistance with, and we can get into contact. And that's pretty much the best way right now is my Instagram. Awesome. And we'll make sure to the link for everybody that's hanging out with us. We'll make sure to link Nyla's information down below in the description. And we'll link that um, journals too as well and to get everything going. And for everybody that's listening, thank you so much as we continue on this season of Hangout Talks. And if you would like to reach out to us too, it's at Hangout Talks or our IG. And if you would like to reach out to us personally, mine is Tret Hong, T-R-I-E-T-H-O-A-N-G. And mine's Peter underscore the suited climber. Yes, Peter. Ch- I did. Anyway, the, the last word. The last word. <laughs> he does climb. He's not just saying that. Uh, but and everything I else. Do. Thank you so Probably much. Probably too much for my health. That that is a lot of your health. Uh, <laughs> that, this episode oh, yeah. feels like it's directed towards you. <laughs> 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 Thanks, po- towards both of us like my eating habits is, we're talking about pizza and I had pizza last night so we'll move on from that one and thank you so much thank you Nala for joining us my pleasure Say hi to Dr. Shaw I will Somewhere he says there. hi to all of you guys <laughs> yeah we'll make awesome. sure to see everyone in person soon here you know as Hi. we learn to live with this um, that we have done um, but before then thank you so much thank you thank you guys so much this is honestly an amazing conversation it was great chatting with you guys this is great and I hope we can do this soon too there's like you said there's so much more that we can talk about I think right now immunity COVID health supplements things that we can do to boost our immunity we can chat all about that Yeah, absolutely. And all these are helpful too. That way you don't just go take Tylenol or Advil. Yeah. But thank you so much and we'll see everybody on the next episode. See you later.